And that's why I believe in you because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It's to, it sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we have the crazy belief that creating success and happiness is a daily conscious effort, which is why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham, and each and every Wednesday, you can tune in to hear me interview a different consciousness changemaker that is out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can tune in to myself and my co-host, Dalian, giving interpretations of our favorite thought-provoking quotes, sharing a bit of inspiring or mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you in to positive vibrations on a regular basis. Also, this Positive Head podcast is definitely a labor of love for Dalian and I, but make no mistake, it takes a lot of time, energy, and resources to produce five episodes each and every week for you, our listeners. So if you enjoy the Positive Head podcast, it would be stellar and much appreciated if you showed us your support at PositiveHead.com by picking up one of our unique Positive Head bracelets. Of course, you would most certainly be helping yourself in the process because it functions as much more than just another stylish accessory. And if you haven't ever seen one, they're really cool, simple little bracelets with our Flower of Life Sacred Geometry inspired logo. They're actually made out of recycled tires and metal, so our intention is, of course, to do something positive by giving new life to previously discarded goods, and as far as their functionality goes, they act as a daily reminder to help you focus on the positive aspects of your daily life. The concept was actually inspired by studies that you can read about on our our website, but besides that, many people believe just wearing something with sacred geometry is empowering in and of itself, uh, which you can also read about on our site. And of course, as the Buddha once famously said, what you think you become. So we believe having something on your wrist that reminds you to keep a positive head the same way a Fitbit reminds you to keep active makes a whole lot of sense. Of course, we charge way less than Fitbit for helping you to manage your mental health because we let you name your price for your positive head bracelet. The reason we do that is because our heartfelt intention is to spread the positivity at all costs, first and foremost. That is our primary aim. And we don't ever want money to stand in the way of somebody wearing one. So if money is super tight and you want to pay as low as our cost to get one, no problem. On the flip side, if you love our podcast and just hit the lotto and want to show us your support by paying a million dollars for one, well, that won't hurt our feelings much either, I assure you. All right, all you positive heads, welcome back to another episode of the Positive Head Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham, and my co-host, Dalian the Alien, is here w- along with me. What's up, Dalian? Hi. How are you this uh, fine morning? Do you have uh, some positive head for me? Uh, let's get some positive head. I need, I need some positive head. <laughs> I don't, I, <laughs> I, I, if I had a nickel for every time I heard a, a positive head joke, I would uh, be able to retire early. <laughs> I know we just had to go with the go with the flow there, huh? Just embrace those. Just just embrace. Just them. embrace those. Yeah, we're good. I've got an idea for 
uh, a new like promo video. We're going to be redoing the site and some do some some promo videos, and I'll give you guys a little sneak peek. We're going to have a, a character, Negative Ned, and uh, as you can imagine, Ned's not the most positive of characters. And then at the end, it's going to be like, don't be a negative Ned, get some positive head. <laughs> so I imagine, uh, yeah, that will get lots of comments. So, yeah, like I said, I need some positive head this morning. Okay, well, let's I see what like we got. I'm at a, we did get some <laughs> a reviews. Bit of a deficit. I don't think, I, I, you know, I don't know how much I'm going to be able to help you out with that, Dalian, but I will be able to tell you, well, I can tell you, we got a couple of good reviews, which are, are pretty, 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 Pretty positive. They're pretty pretty <laughs> positive. <laughs> this one is says Infinite Gratitude by Powers 21. And it says, this is that daily reminder your higher self has been trying to tell you about. What you think you become. Enough said. Please don't ever stop, guys. Thank you, Powers 21. Uh, infinite gratitude to you, my friend, for, for taking time to give us some positive feedback. Much love. Um, and then we received, let's see, another one. It says, Synchronicity by Oh My Gosh 420. Hi, I love the show. It's everything I've personally been thinking about from sacred geometry to channeled material. I could write a review daily because of how much I resonate with the material. Just listening to you wanting to expand in a social media way. You mentioned Facebook, and I have to tell you, I have made a whole community of friends through a fan page for a comedy podcast we are all into. Anyway, I think it would be cool if you guys ran an active Facebook site where fans can get to know each other. Just a thought. You guys inspire me. XOXO. Uh, that's exactly what we're trying to do. Oh my gosh, 420 is uh, create a space that's more interactive. And maybe that would be a great start through a, a Facebook fan page um, for you guys to connect. And, and ultimately, positivehead.com is going to be getting revamped to uh, facilitate that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, I, if you run a fan page before, maybe you should reach out and uh, you could help us with that. I don't know. I've never set up a Facebook fan page. So uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to give us that beautiful review and feedback and suggestion. It definitely is appreciated in any of you guys um, that. Oh, and by the way, if you want to reach out, you can reach me at Brandon at positivehead.com uh, or through the site, of course. And any of you guys that would like to uh, also give us a review, we'd love you very much for it. It helps to spread the positivity because the more reviews we get, the more we come up in other people's suggested matches and higher in iTunes rankings and all those good stuff, all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys. That's a wonderful way to start our day. Always, it inspires us to keep continuing doing what we're doing here in this labor of love let's see moving right along we have uh, also a question that's the other thing we love to interact with you guys and we received a question from one of dalian's uh i guess uh country mates or someone that lives in chile where dalian's from and this person is isaiah he said hi my brothers i'm isaiah my question is related to money Every time I hear you or other people talking about money, I feel scared about going back to the false thought that power and money are what we're, are going to make me happy. Now I feel I hate money and I don't feel comfortable with that feeling. How can I see money as a friend or a tool? I don't want to be scared of relying on my happiness on, on that. I want to live with it in peace. What are your thoughts? So great question and it's one that I've certainly heard before it seems like a lot of times people on uh, a sort of a spiritual path 
uh, can get hung up on this concept of money. And it is, of course, uh, a, a concept that many people struggle with. And all of us almost have had ins and outs or problems or issues surrounding money at some point in our life. So it's this sort of recurring theme in most people's lives where there's this love-hate relationship with money and it sort of seems to control you and it, you know all those things. But but make no mistake, it is, it is an energy um, – it is energy. It is a flow of energy, and it's a part of the system that we find ourselves in currently, this monetary-based system. And what I can say to you, Isaiah, is it is uh, resisting what is is going to create more issues always. And I, I understand that you don't want your uh, significance to you know revolve around money you don't want you know you don't want it to be everything that you you're working towards has to do with making money so don't don't allow that to be don't don't create that but what whatever you do don't make it so that it's this uncomfortable uh you know negative thing because ultimately everything is happening in perfect timing, in perfect order to get us to the next level. So in order for us a uh, hundred years from now to be in a system that's all a resource-based economy, that's not a monetary-based economy, uh, we need to go through this. Let's let's just say if that is indeed what happens, uh, I, that's what I would speculate. I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know exactly, but and of course there's probably alternate timelines as we often talk about but i would say that it's it's just a part of our evolution this this monetary thing and you can't help anyone by being uh, quote unquote poor enough uh, abundance is is everyone's birthright and i i i can relate i mean it's something i've had you know had uh, more issues with money in the last year than I have in the last six years. You know, I had, I've told the story before I had a company that was, uh, I, I started on a friend's couch, you know, 2010 grew it to the point where we had an offer to be bought out for a lot of money, $30 million within 12 hours of that, the whole thing got blown up. Um, we lost our number one revenue stream. I mean, it was like synchronistic down to within hours and it has caused, uh, it, it threw a huge, uh, sort of curveball into my monetary world, and quite honestly, at this moment, I'm more I'm watching money closer at this exact moment in my life than I have in six plus years. Now, before that, I had lots of times where I was dirt, dirt poor. And here's the thing, Isaiah. It's like right now, if you look at my bank account, you look at my where I'm at with money. It's 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 more problematic than it's been in almost a decade. Yet I have such faith and trust that. It will resolve itself. Uh, it's like I already have a knowing. I, I already believe it so much. I inevitably must see it turn around. So I'm also on the verge of major, major positive breakthroughs in, in this, uh, you know, monetary uh, sort of drama that that is playing out. Just just sharing in my own personal life. And essentially what, what I've done is just just trust and just go with the flow and say, oh, you hit this major valley. You got hit by an asteroid, so to speak, with your whole, you know, plan of what you thought was going to happen monetarily. Let that go. Release. Know that the universe is there to support and trust me. And I know I will be on the very opposite end of that valley. There's huge peaks coming for me in uh, the in my financial life. And, and at the end of the day, I trust that so fully. And I know that it's 
it doesn't define me either way. If I, if, you know, if it continued to go spiral down, that'd be okay too. I would still be me. I would still be just as valuable. I would still be just as, um, you know, self-confident. And so I think that's the big problem is people are resisting this thing that is uh, a part of their world for a reason. Isaiah it's a part of your world for a reason. You don't have to rely on it for your happiness at all. I, like I said, I could, it could go either way. I could a few months from now be hit rock bottom, or I could be on a heading up a new peak that is like incredible in the potential. Either way, I'm going to be me and you're going to hear me the same way. You're going to see me uh, behaving the same way, feeling the same way about myself. doesn't mean it wouldn't create challenges or stresses that I otherwise wouldn't have if it's super positive uh, or, you know, if it's super abundant. I know abundance is ultimately my birthright. So it, it's just, it's sort of like a test. And and so I tell the story of, oh, what an interesting test. I, I got hit by this asteroid. I can only imagine what's good on the other side of that. The, the upswing must be huge. And now I'm in the process of creating a huge upswing and telling that story and feeding into that story. And as a result, I'm seeing signs of that story being reflected back. So it's all in the story you're telling about it. Let Let go about making it so important and and start telling a positive story related to the energy that is money and you will see it change it's it does not define you you define it yes i say yes what he said I, <laughs> I hope that that serves you man because yeah it was so great to see that question um i, I think that both of us when we saw brandon we were like we instantly knew that we were going to talk about it because issues of money it's are big, so prevalent question, right? yeah yeah it comes up so much and uh i can see how um, there's just all these conflicted, um, you know, concepts surrounding money that we have just not been able to sort out. You know, by this point, we have this global economy that we've created that's so, you know, fraught with all this like crazy sort of, you know, like corruption and then there's dysfunction. Yeah. Right. And, you know, there's all these central banks all throughout. And I know that you have this view that, um, you know, you're you're more someone who I think would be happy to sort of um, scrap a lot of those systems so that we could go back to something a lot more sort of basic mm-hmm. in, in that it is, you know, um, resource and trade based. Right. Um, I think that I have been leaning lately more towards let's just overhaul our money system completely. But in either case, um, as you said, I mean, you know, we're talking about currency, we're talking about energy, we're talking about things that ultimately uh, sort of percolate through many areas of your being. So yeah, you're talking about, you know, currency that uh, pertains to, you know, the um, you know, getting material goods, right? But it it is totally tied to issues of self-worth, issues yeah. of emotional energy, right? Yeah. Thoughts, concepts, all these uh, intangible things, right? Mm-hmm. There's a sort of hard value, concrete side to, you know, what money's worth, what it can get you, et cetera. And then there's the, again, the sort of other end of that, the intangible of what it is, you know, truly worth, how you get it, you know, what self-worth you contribute that gives you back money, so... So much of what you said, Brandon, I think everything you said really is so spot on because you can, if you if you see through that illusion of what money appears to be for so many people and how we get hung up on it so easily, right? Mm-hmm. That you can begin to work with it. I know that, I was going to say, I have become a part of that story, the story yeah. that you've told about your company, right? Because so, I came out here in sort of just the nick of time to become a part of that story where like I experienced right the crash and now, yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's, it's it's been such a trip, but- I know that for me, there's been so many issues of money being that, like you said, you know, this sort of conflicted thing where like, I know, for example, I can tell you that 
considering myself a pretty spiritual person, I know I also want lots of money mm-hmm. and I don't really have a conflict with that. But I do know, I do see that I must have a conflict on, on some level because I haven't, um, I haven't gone after things that I knew would like sort of get me the money. And I know that part of that is having to do with some conflict. Like, you know, would I do this or I wouldn't do that to, you know, Mm -hmm, get the mm -hmm. funds, et cetera. So, and, and uh, I mean, you know, besides it having to do with issues of self-worth and all of this, it's just something that ultimately, uh, yeah, it does tie to, I think it really ties to, I I wouldn't necessarily say like your self-worth in in a one-to-one sort of direct ratio. It's not like necessarily like, oh, your self-image is what determines your, you know, how much money you have. Right. But there is a connection there that has to do with, um, you know, the fact that we created the system as well, that we say it's the way it is and we don't realize that we can change it. Right. But uh, I think you gave some insight into how you can do that. And ultimately, uh, well, one of the last things you said that was powerful is the whole story aspect of it. Right. I know that one thing that for for us and for you will help this time around is that, yeah, we're facing some you know hardships right now, but you've experienced a tremendous success that you can sort of uh, feed off of because you can tell the story of, I did it once, I can do yeah, it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here, here's this momentum. Oh, look what happened. What a crazy, quote unquote, unlucky story. You know, no, it's not unlucky. Wow, that... Th- that actually was just a warm up. Here's the big one, you know, and I, I would just recommend people like Isaiah, you know, reframe their relationship with money. Take a piece of paper, write down all the good things that you could do if you were comfortable with money and 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 understand that you can't you know, resisting is the enemy. Try instead to wrapping your arms around it and loving it and seeing all the beauty that, that can come from it and understanding, yeah, it is, there's some certainly broken elements to the monetary system, no question. There's certain, there's broken elements to each of us. It's what we're here to fix. It's, you know, we love it anyway, love it anyway. And that's what I recommend, Isaiah says, reframing your relationship with it, uh, you know, focusing on all the good surrounding it or that could be around it as you call, as you call in more, but then let go of uh, needing it or certainly using it as a way to define your self-worth because whether I have a billion dollars or negative a billion dollars, I I have the same self-worth and that is uh, very, very important and key. Yeah, you know what just occurred to me, Brent, is that it really does have more to do with creativity than perhaps we realize money really, ultimately because of course we have to be somewhat creative in the way that we get it. And I think it does, you know, have a lot to do with our personal sort of resourcefulness, which is a form of creativity, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because we rely on our own skills to get the money. But I think that it does have something to do with this sort of inherent fear of our own power that we have. Because mm-hmm. as, I, as you said that last bit, I was thinking, yeah, we treat it very much like we treat, for example, our technology. That's definitely something that's growing exponentially in its ability to you know, do things that we would consider magic or you know, just right. crazy, right? Sci-fi, advanced, et cetera. But at the same time, we see the dangerous side of that and how we can use technology to just wreak havoc and destroy so much, right? So we see, a lot of us see what, quote unquote, you know, really rich people do with money and we disagree vehemently with what they're doing, right? We Mm -hmm. say, oh, it's so wrong. Mm -hmm. So we sort of turn that into, you know, money corrupts, Mm -hmm. but we don't realize that it's it's in us to use that power. It's fully up to us to use that power to the best of our ability 
And it doesn't always have to. And maybe the next chapter is people who would do one, you know, more uh, healing work with that resource that is money will be the next chapter in this story on this planet. You're seeing philanthropy becoming more and more prevalent. And, you know, I know with me, I intend uh, to manifest large sums of money, not because I want Ferraris or mansions, but because I have all these projects that I wish to uh, put into place to to do good. You yeah. know, you don't even want a Ferrari and your mansion would be a pretty <laughs> modest one. I think, from yeah, totally. Yeah. I like nice things, but yeah, I'm not big on what I drive or what, you know, uh, it's like, it's not what it's about. You're for not me, big you know? on excess. Yeah, 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 exactly. Take what you need, you know? And so um, now what I would like to do next is I actually came across this uh clip from the listen with heart youtube page and it's actually abraham hicks talking it's it's titled abraham hicks after death message from wayne dyer and of course that title grabbed me uh instantly so i uh so yeah i wanted to go ahead and uh check it out and i checked it out and what do you know it was talking uh, a fair bit about money uh in it so uh let's take a listen and see what uh abraham's thoughts are on this topic Hello. Whew. How's everyone feeling? I had the privilege in September to go down and see Wayne Dyer in Melbourne. And as we know, Wayne has passed on. I just wanted to uh, see how he's traveling on the other side. He doesn't want to hurt any of your feelings, but his message to you is never better. There's more. Please. I wrote a book best title ever. Esther's a little awkward in this translation. You'll see it when you believe it. That says it all. That says it all. So your work is to let your desire flow and then find a way of practicing your desire. Practice it into such pleasantness that that is the easiest momentum that you feel. And then the universe will back you up constantly. Also, there is no death. That's a big misunderstanding. All of us who are dead would like you to get over that notion. (laughs) And you know, it ties in to what we were talking about earlier, about the conditions being so important that you miss the main event. And so, That's the thing for you to sort out, isn't it? When we say to you, let's just tell you everything we just said to you in a very concise form. It's right that you want things to manifest because manifested things are the leading edge and that's what you are here about. And that's what we are here about helping you be about. And do not misunderstand, do not think that the things that you are manifesting are only for you. They are the full manifestation of that which we desire also. 
So you are the manifestors. You are the plucking of the fruit from the trees. You are the full-fledged end result of all that we all exist about. Can you feel how important that is? So never feel uncomfortable about the materialism, the manifestation of things, because this is the leading edge, and that's what we are all about. But find a way to be happy anyway before the manifestation has occurred. That really is the key. You gotta find a way to be happy in the unconditioned. So let's think about this. Let's talk about this. This is something that Wayne was hard at all of his working career. He was always wanting you to understand how your world could be better, how to see it a little bit differently in order to allow yourself a little bit different experience. And he walked the earth looking for master after master after master after master and did his best to understand and then put it into a condensed version and brought it to you again and again and again and again. Some of you would say, what, another direction? Yes, another direction, another way of looking at it, another way of finding your worthiness if you're willing to do it, you see. So here you are in this physical form, wanting things, desiring things, and some of what you desire not yet manifested. Let's say that you want, we're sniffing you out, taking a general consensus, averaging it out, $10 million in your bank right away. Some of you are bringing the average way down <laughs> with your very small thinking. You want $10 million in your bank account and you'd like it to be now. Well, as we take a poll on your belief system right now, we are accurate in saying it's not likely it's gonna be there when you get home. It's not likely that that manifestation is going to happen today. So you have a desire and a belief that doesn't match. You see what we're talking about? The condition and your desire are nowhere in the same vibrational vicinity. And there's very little that you could do today to change that. That condition is sort of where it's at. You following us? But you have the ability to find the uncondition of that now. You can find the essence of that money within just a few moments of conversation with yourself. You can conjure a feeling of prosperity. You can feel abundant in the resources that surround you. You could feel abundant in time or abundant in friends or abundant in pleasure. You could take a long hot shower and feel appreciation for the abundance of that water. You see what we're getting at? You can accomplish the uncondition of that small fortune. You could do it now. You could do it today. You could practice it every day until that's the vibrational frequency that you have about that. And then what happens is that vibrational reality that is pulsing here and presenting itself to you in endless ways because you're now in the receptive mode, you get an idea. You ever say that? Oh, I just got the best idea. And then you think about it and you kill it. <laughs> I just got the best idea. 
You know when that idea comes? That's you. That's you having been in your uncondition, in your uncondition that is not opposing what you want. So you're in sync with what you want, and because you're in sync with what you want, the manifestation of it has begun. But if what you need is for the manifestation, then when that happens, you say, oh, it still hasn't happened. And then you return to a vibration that doesn't allow it to happen. And you do that. We love you so much. You know what's coming next? Over and over again. You get into the receptive mode, the idea comes, and then you face reality. And that's what keeps you from allowing the momentum of that to gain speed. Did you get that? Can you feel the uncondition of it? Can you feel the emotion? You've heard us say this before. We've said it for a long time and we say it loud because we so much want you to hear it as if volume would make a difference. The universe does not hear your words. The universe hears your vibration. And you have to be in the vibrational frequency of what you want in order for it to move forward for you. The other day, Esther was coming out of the gate at a driveway in a new house that she's purchased about a year ago. She was with her sister, and they were coming out the gate. It's a long, rather steep driveway. And every time she comes out the gate, she bumps the nose of her car because there's a gully there. And someone told her that if she would crank the wheel to the left and go through it sort of cattywampus that that wouldn't happen. And so she's been doing that for about a year. And every time she bumps her nose. So Jeannie says, yeah, I came out the other day and I just hugged the right really, 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 really close. And Esther said, well, I've come down this driveway about 5,000 times and I bump my nose every time. And Jeannie is laughing. She says, isn't there some joke about the definition of insanity? About doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results. That's what Esther had going on. She wasn't getting what she wanted. And so the next time they came down the driveway together, Esther did what Jeannie suggested and there was no bump. And Esther could hardly believe it. She thinks she's really smart. <laughs> she could hardly believe it that her habit, that someone had told her how to not bump her nose, and even though it didn't work, she kept doing it anyway. Over and over and over and over and over and over again. You don't even realize what habits of thought you have going. But when you start caring about the way you feel, not just the results that you're getting, but the way you feel, then things start loosening up for you. I find that uh, I'm a performer as well, so I'm, I'm an MC, I do hip hop. And I find that some of the best work that I do is in the creative moment of that idea. So I do what they call freestyle. So I actually capture a feeling within myself to then use words, but those kind of like really charged words, nice words that actually reflect the situation. So. It's such a nice thing when you get that idea, if you can act on it, because when that idea comes, you're in the receptive mode and the inspiration to act is now. And so that's when you get the best results, isn't it? Good. Enough? Thank you very really much. Really good. good
So yeah, Dalian, uh, as always, uh, Abraham's got so much wonderful insight and, you know, not all about money, but certainly something that is discussed in there. And, you know, uh, he talked about Wayne Dyer. I thought that was really interesting at the very beginning there, uh, sort of a communication, uh, supposedly from Wayne Dyer. And, and one of the most powerful things that he talked about, you'll see it when you believe it. And, you know, we, it makes me think of the chemistry quote t-shirt we, we have on the uh, Positive Head site, be it deceived. It same kind of thing, and it, you you believe it first, you be it first, and and understanding, and this goes back to you know talking about the whole mon- monetary thing. Manifesting is what you are here for, uh, and it, you know it, make no mistake, money is an energy uh, flow that is all about manifestation and and creating. So um, and and you know, what else did they talk about there? Oh, so much good stuff. Never feel uncomfortable about the end result. You know, get, find a way to be happy before the manifestation occurs. Um, and of course, what, where we get hung up a lot, we have a desire, but then a belief that doesn't match. So I'll d- desire something, but I don't believe that I can have that or that, you know, it's, it's possible for me. And that is, uh, that is, you know, probably the biggest disconnect for people actually calling in abundance and so forth or anything. Uh, and, you know, I love how Abraham talks about getting in receptive mode and, uh, you know, whether it's start th- focusing on the abundance around you, you know, abundance of water uh, or food or, you know, when you're showering think of all this abundance flowing over you and i think those sorts of visualizations are can be really uh you know really really important and of course caring about what you feel not just the results uh when you get you know not just the results of getting things that's when start things start loosening up abraham talked about because you know how do i feel now that's what's the most important and really focusing on that more than the end results Oh, yes. Abraham or uh, Wayne Dyer, as brought to you by Abraham Hicks, was pretty interesting there. But uh, Abraham Hicks is such a uh, really just the uh, absolute best teacher when it comes to helping man- manifest like that. And I think that, uh, yeah, they are the ultimate sort of teachers and proponents of the law of attraction because they, I think, find so many ways to make it clear what you need to do. I mean, they find those very eloquent words that uh, at least to me, paint the picture of what, you know, you must do to manifest what you want. And they seem to, they say it in this video, but they seem to say it a lot too, that you should want uh, a lot in, in life or that, or that it's okay. You know, it's not like you should or shouldn't, you can do anything you want. Right. But when you want a lot of the abundance that life has to offer, you're sort of doing something right. You're very much flowing, going with the flow. The flow is abundant. And you can't have a lack enough to help anyone else that's out there lacking. You know, I remember actually Wayne Dyer talking about that and picking that up from him many years ago. And I thought that was very profound. He's like, you cannot uh, sort of suffer enough or choose to suffer enough or or choose to not uh, create abundance in your own life enough to help the person who's starving somewhere or, you know, it's not how it works. (laughs) So the best thing that you can do is get into an abundant state. So. Um, yeah, yeah. Very powerful, uh, lesson and perspective indeed there. So, uh, well, Dalian, I think we're getting down to it for today. Um, I, uh, also believe we have some music to leave the good people with. Let's see here. What do we got queued up? We have, this one's by Solular and it is called Sunspots. Hope you guys enjoyed as much as I do until next time. <laughs>